Okay. Okay, All right. so no, wait, 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 wait. I got to introduce you. So this is Prince Day Day, and he is a blockchain god. I'm not You are awesome. All right. This guy is a true professional. He's a genius, and he's got like so many blockchain projects. I can't even keep track. Uh, but please tell us all about um, tell us about your project. Okay, okay, so so um, okay, f f right now uh, I'm working on um, yeah, you have a Dex which is called Oreo Swap, normal Oreo cookie, and uh, you have quarter quarter. Then you have um, you have ten DT uh, and which other and uh, okay, then me and Innocent we are working on another one. But let me start like this. Let me start like this. Now, after my Binance masterclass, right? That was, a, you know, Binance, the masterclass for blockchain developers here in, uh, in Africa as a whole. Now, after that class was done, uh, you know, in, in, from that class, I made some friends, right? Now, among the friends, we, we had to create a WhatsApp group from the Binance masterclass because the masterclass was made about from people of about... 2000 from all parts of Africa, not even Africa. You have some from Brazil, some from Russia also. They were part of that course. Now, after the, after the course, uh, so we, we had the WhatsApp group for some of us who decided that, okay, fine, we want to work together, want to be together, want to continue on the journey of blockchain development. You understand? So we, we created a WhatsApp group. We were like, uh, I think about 150 of us, 120 or 50, 150 of us here. Yeah on that WhatsApp group, right? So we are merged together. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you could have, so you can have that many people on a WhatsApp group? Yeah, you can, yeah. I think what, yeah, you can. And you can even go to like 200 people in WhatsApp, yeah? Yeah, wow, okay, all right, yeah. That's sweet. I love writing and I'm, 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 I, I've been pretty savvy at investing, basically how I'm bankrolling Weekle Group, but man, like Sume does all the fluttering at Weekle School. And uh, like, I know how to build machine learning models, but I really need to learn more from you about blockchain technology. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so there's quite enough to learn. And also me, I'm, I'm also learning, I'm also trying to, I'm also trying to like uh, upgrade my knowledge about blockchain in general, you get, because it's, 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 it's wild, it's wide. There are several aspects of blockchain development. You have a, uh, you, you and also there are different types of blockchains. Right? You have the public, you have the private blockchains. Now you have the public like Ethereum, you have BTC, you have uh, you have uh, Polygon, you have Binance, and all that. Then you have the private, you have Hyperledger Fabric. Those yeah. are for organizations and all that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we if we share this on Spotify, I just want to make sure that people know who you are. Um, uh, okay. So Prince Dede, uh, and he lives in Nigeria, and he also has like a network. He's got like this big, extensive network of folks that do blockchain development. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe you could just tell tell folks a little bit more about like the team, the people that you work with. That'd be awesome. Okay. 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 So uh, on my team so far, uh, I have quite a number of of friends that are into blockchain development, right? And I will work with quite, with quite a lot of them. Now, for example, I, I was saying that um, 
from the Binance Masterclass where we I did my course on blockchain development, where I made about uh, fifty people friends of friends, and we all got to create a WhatsApp group. Yeah. Now from that WhatsApp group, for example, we we had we had another breakout. We had about fifty of us. We broke out from that group to create another one. So then we all decided to make a project, and that is what we called Oreo Swap, right? So in order to make it successful, uh, I was the only I, I, I started leading the team. We were like we were like fifty, and I noticed that okay, fine, we needed uh, someone to take charge, someone to be able to like okay, fine, to lead the team, to carry on the team, to to see how we can organize ourselves to be able to de deliver on what we want to do. So the first thing we did, the first thing we did at that period was, uh, so we were like, ah, okay, what should we call this project? What should we do? Everyone was like, ah, we, need, we know we wanted to do something, but uh, we were trying to like, okay, fine, what should we do? What should we do? Yeah, so, so what's, what's useful? Because you got to differentiate yourself in this market as an investor, yeah. like that, that I get. It's like, it's so hard because it's so easy to just launch, like it's free to launch, right? So yeah. Yeah, so what was the what did you come to? What how do you differentiate yourself? Okay, so uh, I think okay, on the, on the, at the time, at the time, uh, there were quite a few DEXs like um, decentralized exchange platforms where people can go and trade and swap their coins. You understand now, as at that time, okay, you have a Uniswap, you have um, you have Pancake Swap. You have bakery swap, you know, but you have quite a few of them, right? So we all decided, okay, what can we do? Which, what do you guys think we should do then? We made a vote. So we all came out with different names and we all voted for, okay, which one should we go for? And uh, the, the highest vote at that time was a DEX, a decentralized exchange. You understand? So that was what we later went for, a decentralized exchange, just like Uniswap and uh, Pancake swap, right? So the next thing was that, okay, fine. If we are going to be doing a decentralized platform, okay, what should differentiate us from the other platforms that are available at that time? Now, you know, you have Uniswap, you have Pancake Swap, you have Bakery Swap. Now we are coming out with our own as Oreo Swap, right? So we asked ourselves, okay, what can we do differently from the others? You understand now? Remember, as at that time, we were still upcoming blockchain developers. We, we just finished our course, you know, we are still new in the game. So we went for, okay, for the decks and we were like, okay, fine. For now, what we can do is to probably incorporate P2P platform, P2P in, in, in the decks, and also trying to make our fees cheaper. You know, we look at PancakeSwap fees, Look at Uniswap fees. We're like, okay, fine. Let's make our fees cheaper. You understand? So we 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 actually have to divide ourselves to various teams. Like we have the front end developers team, we have the back end developers team, we have the solidity developers team. You know, so each of these team members were like some of them. Some of the teams had like uh, let me say ten members, some six members, and all that you get. So from there, we are able to like, okay, fine. Since we're going to be working on a cheaper fees, so like, okay, fine. How can we do all these things? How can we make our fees cheaper? What are our, what, what our parameter do we need to change and all that? So from there, we created a business developers team. So those ones, we were in charge of uh, the business model. How, what, what, what differentiates our decks 
from the other available decks. No, we have to come up with a business model team to give us a value proposition that will make us stand out. So we came out with that cheaper fees. Uh, we came out of, we are going to incorporate P2P platform, P2P on the decks, and uh, okay, a wallet and some uh, and some other things which we outlined on our roadmap. Yeah. 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 No, that's powerful. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, so that actually relates to why we sold twenty percent of our Ethereum and bought Matic. Was like there's a there's a very real uh, impact, I think, of you know, the higher fees that are on Ethereum, like that's, that's really obvious, right? I think that, we, so Ethereum has been one of the bigger investments that we've been pushing for, you know, essentially since we were calling the breakout in October of 2020. Um, but we hadn't really allowed ourselves to, to see some of the holes in the argument for Ethereum in terms of its competitiveness. Um, and I would say that layer two, the layer two solution on Polygon, as we were learning more, especially working with your team, which is a group of professionals that everybody should get to know if they want to get into this space. Um, okay. And this you is a powerful, well, it's obvious. Okay. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you have so many projects that are incredibly innovative uh, that I'm just learning a ton from you. And frankly, it's making me question how much I know about crypto. <laughs> and about DeFi and blockchain, because I don't live in it the way you guys do. Like, so my, you know, 12 year old daughter wrote an eight page article on the inflation challenges in Nigeria. Um, yeah. She was moved, yeah. she was moved, she was moved in part by you, Prince Dede, uh, and well, your enthusiasm, but. Thank um, you. Well, so you, yeah, so a little bit of background for, for folks listening to the podcast. Uh, okay. I met when I met this guy Prince. Like he comes in to Weekle School, <laughs> and he lit like the whole school on fire in like a very good way. Sorry, the metaphor may not be the best, but like I mean, he was the most energetic, powerful force in the whole school, and it was in it and it moved Sume. Like so, Sume doesn't do a ton of writing uh, compared to what she used to. She still writes articles every day, but. You know, she used to do more, but now she runs the school. The last time that she wrote an eight page article about something was months ago with me, probably about tally <laughs> types. Wow. And wow. So, so we were basically talking with your team uh, of, of these incredible people, and we're going to do more talks with them uh, if they're available. Um, so that would be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so because I was talking about it so much, I basically dropped everything for two weeks and, and basically did nothing but like work with your team. Uh, and, and, and looking at uh, learning more about Nigeria, like why is this team so energized about crypto? And I asked that question to Sume and she's like, I don't know, I'll find out. So she writes an eight page pa paper on, on inflation in Nigeria. And she's like, here's why daddy. So a uh, little plug, we're going to be doing an Africa demo day in about, uh, this will be actually in eight days, right? Because tomorrow is going to be... Second. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, second, that is a uh, second of October. Yeah, second of October. Um, and, uh, you know, you know by, by the way, uh, October 1st is our Independence Day in Nigeria. Oh. So October 1st, yeah. 
we will be celebrating uh, Independence Day in Nigeria. Yeah. Well, yeah. awesome. Well, that's also our like uh, that's going to be like our game night is Friday right before demo uh, day. So we'll have to come up with some kind of like Nigerian traditional game we can do virtually. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, no, I whatever you want to do. Um, I, I'll look. I'll look into that. I'll think about that. Yeah. So, so I think part of there are a lot of things happening in the crypto space that I haven't been commenting on yet on Weequal Capital, and part of it is because I've been trying to learn and and get my head wrapped around what's happening. Um, so part of part of what's challenging me is that the regulatory space in the U.S. has been a challenge. I think that Gary Gensler's comments at the SEC uh, probably had a big impact on the drop in crypto prices, which were quite material. We're talking between, between like 10 and 30%, depending on what the uh, the actual coin was. DeFi wow. was getting hit very hard. Um, wow. But at the same time, it's not it's not the same in some places. So... We're going to be doing our podcast with uh, Juan, um, who, who sold the original Doggy Coin NFT um, for like half a billion dollars. So we're going to be doing that on Wednesday. That'll, that'll be, I'm really excited about that. But he lives in Mexico, right? You guys live in Nigeria. Um, yeah. Folks that live in places that are, um, how can we put it? Like, it's worth the risk to just go at things and because basically at this point you're you're gonna you're gonna go the route of censorship resistance you're gonna go the route of anonymity if you need to because it makes sense right the the economics of it makes sense um yes. yeah right and so yeah you, you, you know right now uh crypto is still banned in nigeria yeah it's still banned by right. the federal government in Nigeria. Yeah. So is it okay if we put you on Spotify talking about it? Yeah, as right now, as we're talking about it right now. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's okay. Fine. It's fine. No, no problem. Because even if it's banned in Nigeria, yeah, we still even have symposium on uh, on blockchain. We have uh, seminars on crypto. We have different seminars, conferences that are going on in the crypto space here in Nigeria, despite the ban, and you understand. So I think it's something that the government, the government, they are still looking into it. I think um, I think the reason why they had to ban crypto, to me, I believe uh, is because they really don't know much about it. They don't really understand the technology behind it, and you understand. So to, they, 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 uh, uh, to them, they were saying that they are trying to protect their citizens which is us they're trying to protect us from our ponzi schemes you get so at first they were saying that crypto is is something like ponzi schemes you understand so that was why they came up that okay fine they had to ban these things and all that but what they should have done was to make research go and learn from people that are into these things understand if you don't understand something it's better you ask questions and all that then you go to countries that are really legalizing it, see what they are doing right, see why they are legalizing it, and learn from them, you understand, instead of going outrightly banned on uh, crypto here in Nigeria. But I think, I think it will be uplifted soon. They are, I think they are beginning to talk about it around the world, and you see a lot of countries uh, are beginning to, like El Sabido, for example, uh, that are just made a BTC, a legal tender. Then. So I think these are things that are, countries like 
Nigerians, so our, our leaders should be looking at, they should be seeing, and they should be learning from also. So I believe in the shortest, in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the few short time, in shortest period of time, this uh, ban is going to be uplifted and uh, we, we are going to be free to do crypto, to transact crypto here, here in Nigeria. You understand? Now, normally, it, 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 the, the banning doesn't affect our normal usage or trading. Yeah, no. It only affects the bank. For example, if I want to buy a coin, I need to buy through my bank account. You understand? Right? I need to buy through my bank. So if I'm buying a coin from Binance, I need to I need to move my the money from Binance to my wallet address in Binance. Then from Binance, I can I can buy my coin, right? So, but for now, you can't do such anymore. You can't do such anymore. So that was one of the effects of the ban. So you don't have financial institutions like the banks interacting with uh, crypto platforms. Yeah, you get, so the ban is affecting it. So that is, uh, I think that is the major effect of the ban here to us here in Nigeria, you understand? And that is why uh, right now in Nigeria, P2P is it's on the high because now the only way you can start to transact the coin, the only way you can buy, for example, if I want to convert a Naira to a coin, is to buy through P2P, yeah? You're yeah. Good. So right now that is what we and Nigerians are using to, to, to interact with uh, crypto platforms to buy coins. We use P2P platform. But I believe in the shortest future, yeah, these things are going to be, uh, they're going to be, uh, everything is going to be okay. The government are beginning to see the use cases of uh, crypto. And uh, I think, I think, I think they will learn also from other countries and uh, I think they will play for the band. So, so the future is bright. It's bright. Yeah. Yeah. It's bright. Well, I think that I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of questions that okay. think about this space, but I'm not going to do it now because I know it's late. I know it's late okay. for you, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but yes. maybe we could, uh, we'll just do a short one for today uh, just to kind of like wet the palate of folks that are, that are following because there, there's so much we want to cover. There's so like, so, so China shut down and basically completely illegalized crypto today. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised when I saw the news. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, the relationship between you know governments as they learn, they're going to start to learn more and more that they can't actually shut things down, right? So that's yeah. Interesting, right? The headline. It, so I know a lot about the space from the perspective of an investor. I'm just not. I'm learning more about the actual like software, right? Which is really powerful. I love that. Um, yeah. But as an investor, I'm looking at this and I see a mispricing, right? I'm not sure which direction yet, though, because the central banks and the governments, um, of which I just left like a big one a week ago, um, you know, they don't know. I know. I used to work there. They have no idea. Like, they don't realize that you can't. That's the whole point of crypto is that it's censorship resistant and it's decentralized. Like, you'd have to hire a SWAT team. To like go around the, the world to like yeah. 20,000 different computers simultaneously to actually kill the blockchain, they can't do it, right? So, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't do it, right? They don't know. They don't know. They, they think know. that they can make it as well, okay, well, let's make this illegal because we don't understand it and it's bad. Like, they don't have no, they have no idea, right? So, yes. as they realize that they don't know and they be, and they realize that they are, technically powerless to stop the blockchain all they can really do is impose fear 
and the fear is real, right? They can use, uh, they can definitely spend resources to identify people um, that are doing this, right? They can identify, they can shut down centralized exchanges, right? They can use, uh, they can monitor the internet to try to look and see who's actually transacting with DeFi. They can do these things, right? Um, so they can scare people. Like they could totally tank the market. I get that. Um, but they can't stop it. And so one of the interesting things that I want to talk about when we uh, get back together again, and I'm happy to have the rest of your team, uh, even though I know they're very busy, they all have they all have really powerful projects that they're doing in blockchain. So frankly, like they have they have better things to do than talk to me. Like they're too busy, they're too busy changing the world, and that's rightly so. Uh, but if they wanted to have a conversation, I would love to have this conversation because this is the next level. This is the next step in the evolution of a new asset class. And I'd really like to know what they have to say about what happens when now that crypto is actually big enough that it's starting to compete with money and banks, what's going to happen next? How do you position? Yeah. Who's going to use it? That's a conversation worth having. I'd love to have that conversation. Um, what do you think? Problem. Uh, of course, I think. Yeah, I think. I think that's a nice one. Uh, that's that a nice one. Uh, uh, you, you know, the, the space is. Um, you know, right now, crypto DeFi is still in its early stage, right? It's still in its early stage, right? So there's still so much that needs to be done. And there's this so much that uh, needs to uh, that uh, that we can implement as uh, as developers. You you understand? Now, definitely, yeah, the truth is you're gonna have a various government uh, institutions, the various government agencies speaking against it and all that. I know that is basically because it's affecting the the national financial system, like in each country, for example. Uh, you have the SEC in the US. You get so. They say crypto has competed with the financial system, and they, you know, in the crypto space, you can't control the movement of funds, you know. So they, I think, those are some of the challenges that they are facing. That that is why they are they 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 are against it, in general. You understand? So normally, yeah, there are still going to be there. There's still some quite some challenges, uh, in, uh, on this blockchain since it's still new, and we are still getting to understand what we can really achieve with it. But, but I believe I believe the future is actually bright. The future is actually bright, and I also think that um, instead of government, instead of instead of them to 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 stop to try to stop the crypto industry, to try to like uh, intimidate uh, developers and try, trying to like intimidate them, they fight because what they are trying to do, they are trying to kill it, but they can't. You get now instead of them to go to start doing all that, I I think that uh, they should calm down and they should learn. From it, they, they, they should learn and see how they can uh, incorporate the financial system into crypto in general. Yeah, you get because seriously, so there's I totally so I, I agree with you completely. Um, at this, yeah, so, so at the same time, so I, I'm a former regulator, I'm a former financial regulator at the FDIC. These are okay. these are really good people, they yeah, want, okay, they want to do the right thing. Um, they have good intentions. Like yeah. they really do have good intentions. Um, I think the challenge is 
how do you acknowledge the reality that you can't stop blockchain? And how do you enable it to be useful for the people that find it to be the most valuable? But if you're part of the core constituency anywhere, not just government, but anywhere that thinks that you can censor people, mm. that is ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the whole idea that, oh, like, if, so if you're, if you're somebody that, that believes that a certain political party or a, a political belief or a religious belief or a really anything um, is, is going to uh, persist. It's not, it's not going to persist. The age of people being able to express themselves again. Uh, well, actually I, I shouldn't say again, like, there's there there have always been efforts to try to uh, to tell people that uh, certain views should not be expressed and that that there are certain ideas that can't be heard. But blockchain is changing the world to make it impossible to stop someone who wants to to express themselves, and it is enabling people who are willing to pay like uh, a little bit more. To be able to do whatever they want that's powerful it's gonna change yeah, yeah. it's gonna change the world it's not yeah. gonna be everybody it's not gonna be everybody I, on, on the last podcast with the uh teller founders so um yeah. teller coin on coinbase like I, I was i was saying it was somewhere between one and 50 percent and it was kind of a joke it was like basically it means i have no idea right but mm -hmm. but i actually thought about it more and i think it's probably between five and ten percent I think between maybe five and 10% of activity uh, in the world is related in some way to censorship where people can't do things that they actually really care about. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. How, how big is crypto compared to all financial assets right now? Right now, it's like it's still less than 1%, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm saying that it could be five to 10, that means there's still like a huge potential there, but it's like, what is, what is it going to be though? That's, that's the part that I don't, that's why I need to talk to you guys. You guys are the experts. You guys yeah. are like the real, if you want to know real experts in crypto, talk to people who live in Nigeria where <laughs> the government outlawed it and it became the heaviest traded Bitcoin country in the world. And people are using crypto like uh, Bolarinwa in your team. Like she's using yeah. it to change the world for the better, right? Yes. Why yeah. is she doing it? Because it's part of her life. Because it makes a difference. She's not just some speculator in America thinking they're gonna get rich quick on Doggy Coin. It's real for you guys. That's why I respect you so much. Because for you, yeah. it really matters. It really matters. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the, the, the thing, the thing is, uh, okay. You know, it's still new and, uh, there's still so much that needs to be done. Still so much that has to be done on the blockchain. For example, uh, the centralized system, uh, in from, from the financial system to, to finance, from financial to, to, to energy. You know, we, we are still talking about the energy sector. We are still talking about the petroleum sector. We are still various sector that, uh, 
crypto is here to go to. You know, right now, I think uh, crypto is still focused more on the DeFi on, on the financial aspect alone, right? So you have DeFi against CeFi, right? You, yeah. you have DeFi against CeFi, right? Now, they, you, they, but, but we are yet to get to to other 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 models you have um, you have the energy sector you have the energy you have the pentagonium and all that you get so there's still a wide range of uh, area for crypto to for the blockchain to cover yeah right you get so so there's still so much that that needs to be done when when blockchain uh technology technology implementation starts shifting to like energy sector so like um the the petroleum sector and all this thing, then the supply chain sector and all that. Then you start seeing uh then I, I think I think when you start going that way, even the government will start appreciating uh uh DeFi, start appreciating blockchain in general, right? Because I think one of the reasons they are so much against it right now is because all the focus has been on the financial sector, has been on the DeFi and DeFi, DeFi. So I, I believe when it starts shifting to other sectors like the energy. Petroleum, on the supply chain you, you, you get. So I get the get to appreciate it more and, and more. And uh, I know some people, some developers are beginning to look in those aspects also, right? I begin to look in those aspects in the energy sector and all that, how they can actually, actually implement and blockchain in that sector. Why for the supply chain sector? So I think for supply chain, for example, uh, some companies already started using, I think Amazon, as Amazon and some other companies probably started using a uh, supply blockchain on the supply chain. Uh, and I think um, they, 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 some of them are using the IBM, IBM uh, Hyperledger fabric here. Yeah? yeah, for supply chain, you you understand. So where you have your goods from the from production to the consumer, yeah, being tracked on the blockchain, you get. So there's still so much that needs to be done. And uh, and I believe uh, I believe with time, uh, so so much are gonna be done. And uh, these are the various opportunities for blockchain developers to, to explore all these areas and uh, trying to implement technology that can help in all these other areas also. So there's still so much to be done, so much to be done, yeah. Yeah, so I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I know it's late there, so I, I wanna wrap up. Um, we are going to get into all this stuff and it's going to be a great learning opportunity, not just for folks at Legal Capital, but also in the school. Um, Thank you. And, and so here's here before we go, though, uh, okay. take a moment to introduce uh, all the folks that that you work with in, in crypto and blockchain. So I can uh, tonight I'm going to have our team uh, in Weekly group put this up on Spotify. And I'd like for folks that listen to this to, to be able to hear you talk about your team and then go into the description and see the incredible folks that you work with so they can find them on Twitter and learn from them. Because these are the people that crypto is real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Blockchain technology mm -hmm. is real. Uh, yeah. And they're using it to create value for themselves and other people at the same time yeah so yes that's what we're gonna do so so go ahead and tell everybody about this team um so that that we can uh, have our team put this up on spotify tonight or early tomorrow morning and make this happen okay okay so okay so, hello guys so uh i have a quite a lot of friends uh team that we'll be working together on blockchain development right uh 
one of them is uh, Innocent. He calls himself uh, Lepov. He's on Twitter, yeah? Uh, I think, uh, I think Joe, I think we can actually have their Twitter handle on that that needs to spotify right we can oh, have yeah. the no we're gonna don't worry about it man you basically you go to sleep and it's just gonna appear uh we'll okay, take care of everything okay so i have a uh, innocent uh we're working together innocent is very good in blockchain development and right now is uh, he has a uh, focus on uh on nfts right now uh, no, we are talking about Rico Punks that he's going to be working on and all that. So he's, he's actually trying to right now, he's actually developing into a Solana blockchain, Polygon blockchain, because right now those chains are quite cheap to deploy. Yeah, so Innocent is very good in blockchain development. He's so focused on uh, on NFTs right now and it's it's, it's so good. It's one of, it's, it's one of my, my closest paths in terms of uh, blockchain development. Then you have uh, Bolarinwa, who is also working on our own platform, Sentif. Yeah, a platform is called Sentif. Yeah, it, it's about, uh, um, it's actually going to be, uh, they're going to have a range of uh, several products from uh, from logistics uh, to to wildlife hub and uh, to P2P and all that. She's doing great things. She's just a young Nigerian and she's so good. She's so smart. She's one of the like, the smart. She is, she is so powerful. Yeah, she's she is so driven. That's why. So, yeah. like today, I was telling the whole school about for our Africa Demo Day on October second. Like, I was trying to think of the best example of who do we want to like tell the school like first and foremost. And it was a tough call, man. It was a tough call. But basically, she's already launched the coin, and the mission of the coin is to like connect Africa. Yes. That's yeah. yeah. That's the story. That's what I'm going to tell all the homeschool moms across America. Like, this is it. You know. But yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's 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 great. Yeah, she's also she's also looking at um starting up probably on the incentive also when the when do we have an initiative to to actually train uh uh modern day blockchain developers like and kids who are interested in the blockchain development and uh, some young adult also. So she's actually looking into how to like start training people in that aspect start organizing seminars around around Africa and all that to be able to make that a possibility. Yeah. So she's she's hard worker. She's very good with what she does. Then uh, we have um we have Gabriel who is also a blockchain developer. He's more of the in the marketing aspect of it. He's, he's very good when it comes to blockchain development. He has get he has been involved in various blockchain projects in terms of marketing uh, and hall right now is the is the head is is a is a team lead for, for uh marketing team of always swap uh like i don't know if you guys have heard about always swap always swap is a is a dex on binance smart chain it's going to be launching soon so you guys should actually wait for it you know so gateway on always uh, swap is the lead in the marketing lead for always swap and he has been doing so many wonderful things on that aspect is very good when it comes to marketing. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. I gotta come in here too. Like, cause like as soon as he joined Weekool Group, this guy, okay. this guy hit the ground flying, not just running. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it's so good. I, I trusted this guy within like two hours and gave him <laughs> admin access to Weekool.com. Yeah, that's how good it is. Yeah. That's, that's how good like it this is. guy, this guy knows how to get things done. But he also, it's more than that though. So when people hear the word marketing, they go, oh, this guy knows how to sell stuff. It's like, no, mm -hmm. that's not what this guy does. Mm -hmm. he, 
He's yeah. a brilliant communicator. He knows yes, how yeah, he's very good. Connect with people. He knows how to he, he knows how to connect these dots and help people per perceive things. Basically, he reduces the cost of understanding. That's what he does. And he does it yeah. extremely well uh, every day. Yeah, I enjoy so much working with him. Yeah, he's been making our marketing team uh, uh, wonderful. He's been coordinating it in a way that uh, that he's gonna take us to the moon. Yeah, so he's been good. He's been great. Yeah, he's been great. Yeah. Then, then uh, we we have a, a Rex Rex calling progress. He's uh he's also on Twitter. He's a blockchain developer, uh, he, but he's more of a front end guy. Yeah. He's more the front end guy. He's, he's when it comes to when it comes to front end, Rex is like it it it's I don't know what to say, but he's so just wonderful, you know. He's so wonderful, he's so good in blockchain, you know, he's so good in front end development and link. You know, if you're gonna be working on the blockchain space, right, as a front end developer, you got to know where play, you got to know where play because that's what you're gonna be using to connect the front end to the blockchain. Yeah, to your to your to your to your smart contract to the verifier and all that. So uh, progress is very good when it comes to that. He has been progress. working with me. Yeah, progress yeah. Rex, just so folks aren't clear. Because I actually did a podcast about you guys like a week ago. So I just want to okay. check that because I, I I call it I said progress there. Progress is Rex. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's working with me on almost all my projects. You have progress, you have Gabriel, you have Innocent, you have Bolaroa. We have been doing this together. We've been doing this together. We've been great so far. Then Shidi, Shidi is a great guy. He's a great blockchain developer. He's also into uh, web app developer. He's a web app developer. He's a Flutter developer and all that. You know, he's multi-talented and uh, he's, he's, a, he's a team player. He's a team leader and all that. So these are just wonderful people that I have been working with. And uh, they're also great. So I think... Uh, Working with them is just so easy and makes your job easier. You know, when you're working with people that knows what we are doing, it's so easy to work, to do your own thing, you know, because you just feel like everyone is going to play their part and they're going to play it very well. You understand? So it's been so wonderful working with this team of people. And I have quite a lot of them. You have a Bob. Bob is so good in terms of... Um, Bob is being, uh, is being an ambassador for Algorand Blockchain. Is an ambassador he has been developing for Algorand. He's so good. I have so many of them. I have Evolution, who has been working on several projects. Evolution has been working on Mental Mask. He has been working with a team of various people, you know. So there's just so much in my community right now. I believe in subsequent podcast, you guys are going to be hearing from my team members. Yeah, they are wonderful people. And you're going to be hearing from them. And also, we are going to be expecting you guys to start showing up when we start listing and launching our projects. Yeah. yeah Joe, oh, for sure. Yeah, you got it, man. Like, uh, so like we equal capital is up to 140 members at this point. And okay. I think that there's, there's a lot of interest in here's what's important. So I, I made a call a few months ago about crypto, basically saying that, you know, the time of easy money in crypto was over. And yeah. What I, what I meant by that was there was a there was an easy strategy you could apply. Okay. The easy strategy was understand that it was going to increasingly in, increasingly become easier to, uh, buy, to buy crypto. Uh, okay. Well, now it's really easy to buy everywhere. And so 
you can't just basically invest and trade based on an expectation that more people are going to buy it. Um, so, but now, now you actually have to understand, and we're going to wrap up here in like just a few seconds, but the, okay. uh, the key point here is that if you want to do well in crypto, you need to learn from the people that are building crypto. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what we're going to do the next time we chat. And we're going to have a few of these because this is really powerful. So thank you. I'm going to have our team put this up on Spotify right away and introduce everybody in your team. Uh, and uh, we're going to go ahead and keep learning from each other. All right, man. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, good night, Joe. Thank you so much. So the recording is done, right? It's all done. You can go to bed now. Wait, I'm going to I'm going to stop the recording.